the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for everything that's going on in the radio business. I tell you what, uh, I've learned so much and I'm growing and it's so exciting and such opportunities to um, get to talk to you and get to talk to my listeners and help. 95% of my business right now is helping others, leading them and guiding them and showing them the way they need to go and this business has exploded, just un- unbelievable what it's done. It's just exploded to monies it's got. It's it's hard to explain the overhead, the what's going on in the business, the opportunities that are out there to really hurt you. I mean, the education, the sociology, the psychiatry, just everything together. So let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Let the the listeners' eyes be open, their hearts be open, examine themselves to know exactly what they need to buy and what's going on in their lives. I give you the praise and the glory for the opportunities that they see, learn, and just absorb in their life, that they will see the truth, know the truth, understand the truth, and want to live the truth. I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day that they will learn and grow and be the best they can be. And let me be the best I can be. And I ask this in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, uh, we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff today. Um, You know, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm buying lots of cars from the listeners, helping them um, get rid of stuff that's nonproductive, get rid of stuff that dealers are not giving enough. You know, I've explained before that every vehicle that comes in has a cost. And when you're buying cars, if your overhead is super low like mine, I can work cheaper and I can give more. I've got 21 reasons that sometime I'll read through you and go through and explain why I'm a better buyer than most people because of my overhead, because of the reach I have, because of education, the contacts, relationships I have. So I can buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. See, if you have something for sale, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. Or uh, go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Describe your car. I want to buy it. I'll tell you what I'll give for it so you'll know what it's worth. Um, had a gentleman call me or email me on an Audi, uh, and I was a 1000 higher later, he told me, <clears throat> than what the dealership was giving him trade. And so I'll buy stuff that the dealers – here we go. And he said, well, how can you give a 1000 more than the dealership? Well, I don't have a pack. You know, and he has a pack. He's probably got a thousand dollar pack on it, or a two thousand dollar pack. You know, they they've got that added cost that comes in on that vehicle, and you've got to understand that. And so they've got to make money past that pack in order to make money. So if they put in this instance, they put sixteen thousand in that car and offered seventeen thousand. Well, if they've got a thousand dollar pack, they don't make money. The department doesn't until it's over seventeen. Now, if they got a two thousand dollar pack because of the cost of the vehicle, and it's over ten thousand dollars. So if it's two thousand and after eighteen thousand, they start to make money. So you've got to understand that because I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've sold a lot of cars to a lot of the people. I found them some stuff. I've helped people that I couldn't find the right vehicle for them because I'm just not going to grab a car and sell it to you. I'm sorry. I'm, my conscience is finally in full bloom. Uh, years ago, it wasn't before I found Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So I struggled through. You know those those periods of my life, um, and the last week, I have been really deep into into 
Second Peter, and I mean the whole chapter is is awesome, you know. Um, and you know we can start on the first verse on on chapter two, verse uh, uh, Peter two, chapter two. But there will also be false prophets among the people, just as there will be false prophets among you. Just as there'll be false prophets among you. False prophet. Well, I guess that's somebody that lies, right? Maybe that's somebody that don't understand. Maybe it's somebody that's forced with authority to lie. You know, this business, and I'm making notes on that book, Mom and pop dealerships to billionaires. One time people were content to make a living, but now due to greed, they got to own multiple dealerships, make multiple big, big time money. And when is it enough? How many dealerships is enough? How much profit is there enough? You know, when do you know when to charge and not to charge? How much is fair? How much is it under? under budget how much is it under the market you know but false prophets i mean when did it become okay to lie uh several dealers and i were talking at an auction the other day and when did it become okay to lie in any kind of a business relationship you know how that goes i mean these people there's people in this world that would rather lie than tell the truth. There's people that know the difference that won't tell the truth. False prophets are leading you astray. False pro- What about false prophets in, in ads? You know, I mean, they're acting in lots of times in radio and, and television ads. They want to, and any ads at all, I guess magazines and everything, they want to project that they're your friend. You know, honestly, when you're buying a vehicle, there's only one friend, and that's the Holy Spirit. And if you live the right way, you ask the right questions of the Holy Spirit, it's it's going to be your friend. You think you've got friends in the car business. I'm a mentor in the car business. I'm going to help you, yes. But I'm going to tell you the truth. I've had several people late me say, lately call me and say, I found this vehicle at this price. Should I buy it? I said, well, check this, 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 and this. And if it all checks out, buy it. And if you don't want to buy it, call me. I'll buy it. Because it's well worth the money. I can make money from that figure. Do it. What, what would a false prophet sell? Oh, no. I know wholesalers and new car dealers that no matter if you had a great, great deal, they're going to be false prophets. You had a great, great deal, and you bring it to them, and you say, hey, you know, is this a good deal? Oh, no, that's not a good deal. No, they're getting ripped. They're ripping you off, you know. Oh, that's not a nice car. That's a problem, child. That's, you know, they they come up with so many excuses not to buy it. Not because it's not a good deal, because they're not selling it. They're not making the money. But what's right? What's the truth? When did the truth quit being number one in our lives. When did money overcome the truth? When did jealousy overcome the truth? You know, right now we have so many false prophets in news media. They say one thing and they do something else. They say one thing one week and they do something else next week. I'll I'll listen some mornings when I'm working out uh, to CNBC Business Channel. And they irritate me so bad because one week it's the greatest deal in the world. Next week you're supposed to sell. They're all out to make money. See, that's the same way as a car salesman. You know, I got the best deal. I got. Now, how in the world can somebody that don't really know you can tell you what a great deal it is for you that will fit your budget, fit your lifestyle, and they don't know the future? I, I was talking to a gentleman the other day. They bought a car six months ago. Paid too much because they owed too much. Got themselves in a bind. Didn't start listening to my show till later. And now they, they owe 15000 too much on a car. And he lost his job. Unable to work. Has a few little health issues. 
They need the income. They need, he needs to go back to work. And the other vehicles got a problem that they had two vehicles, and they've got this one now that he can't stand the payment. But, I mean, we make decisions today, but we don't think about the future. We make decisions today that we're not understanding. And we get this help from salespeople who don't really know us, but we want to believe them. We want to we help them. They want us to help us to get in debtor's prison. I mean, people are signing on notes right now that I'm seeing constantly at five to eight years. Seven years a big-time number right now. And the banks and the credit unions are, are just they're loaning because they can loan 20 to 30 to 1. You know, we don't understand that because unless you're a banker, that if you got $100,000 sitting in the bank, and then all of a sudden, now you can loan $2 million or $3 million, and that's 300 loans at 4%. That's, you know, 1,200% interest. Would you like to work on 1,200% interest? So, you know, we've got to understand what's going on in this business. If you got a call, if you'd like to talk to me, go to 210-340-9585. 210-340-9585. Eighty-five. Give us a call here. We'll answer. There's no dumb questions. Love to talk to you. And this show's going to be on eleven sixty a.m. this afternoon at one p.m. I haven't listened to it, but I, I might listen to it today. I, I think I'm going to be out and about. And also, if you're out and about, stop off at Blanco and sixteen oh four, right behind. Uh, Waterburger, right at the corner of Waterburger and Chick-fil-A down below it, behind it. Uh, go to Cad Tacos. Uh, that's where my favorite place to eat. Uh, they got great tacos. They got great food. Everything is awesome. But go in there to see Pablo or, or his son and tell him that I've been listening to Randy Adams' show, and he'll give you a taco and a drink. Just tell them, hey, Randy Adams, I was listening to his show. He told me you're going to give me a taco and a drink. Go in there. And if you're riding around tonight, any time today or tomorrow, go into Cat Tacos and, and tell them, hey, I heard this show on Randy Adams, and he said you're buying me a taco and something to drink. Take your family in there, everybody in there. He's going to take care of you. You're going to love the tacos. My son and his best friend, man, they just love them also. So go on in there. Now, false prophets. You know, do you know when you're a false prophet? I think we do. Do we care we're a false prophet? When money's our God, do we? Who do we put first? Does your conscience, can you turn your conscience on and off? Has it got a switch? Can you turn it off? Can car salesmen turn it off? I had a big-time dealer independent here off from San Pedro one time told me, I said, man, you're lying to our fellow uh, Christian brothers. He said, let me tell you something. Business is business and church is church. He said, five, uh, six days a week, business is business. And I go to church on Sunday. And I said, it's okay to lie then. He said, well, sometimes in business you've got to stretch the truth or get in the gray area. So it's all right to lie. He said, I'm doing business. I said, well, I sure hope you die on Sunday, brother, because you're lying all week and then you're going to go to church on Sunday and repent. Are you repenting with a true heart, knowing that tomorrow you're going to go back to lying in business? Is that what you want in your life? False prophet? False prophets. Well, I mean, if we, you know, we project ourselves as experts in the business, and we want to look that way, and, and sometimes we dress that way. I mean, you know, we want to look the best of the best, or we want to fit our clientele. We want to fit in with our clientele. Who walks in, who we want to sell. And, I mean, you know, some dealerships, they want you in with bad credit. Why? Because they can make more money on bad credit. That's why you need to go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Study the process. Number one, go to ftc.gov. And get your credit score. That way a false prophet can't lead you astray. Many a time, and some a good friend of mine, this was 20 years ago. I mean, this was happening even 20 years ago. They, Him and his wife got married, and they really never looked at their credit. And they 
talked to them, and they found out that she didn't know her credit score, and he didn't know his credit score, so they took the credit apps, and they split them up. See, smart. They didn't want them to know what's going on. So they told her his credit was bad, told him her credit was bad, and so they sold them a truck that was ill-equipped, not the one they wanted, for a lot of money and a high interest rate. See, right now, so many people walk in, especially independent used car dealerships. I mean, the big guys, the multi-million dollar dealerships that's got glass houses and glass machines and the ones that are sitting on 1,500 inventory, 1,500 vehicles in inventory, and we're all about to have a market change. See, every year the market changes. Last year it changed September 15th and October 1st, about 1,000 apiece. Why? I've explained this to you before, because we got inventory coming in on these new ones. The 19s are slamming down the dealer's throats. They got 18s left over. And if the dealership's got 16 and 17s left over, hey, that's a guy that's out trying to scam everybody. They're looking for the big profit, and they still have inventory sitting around. And, oh, man, they're going to tell you how we're going to not try to sell you. We're going to try to help you. Now, how can somebody who's not a friend, a false prophet, that's not a true friend, going to really help you and understand your business? So we're in a market change, and these big independent used car dealerships who make money on interest. Why? Because... Most people walk in, and they sign up, and they sign on payments, and they don't even know what their interest rate is. And it's huge. You pay, end up, I know a man that signed up not long ago, and he deserves 3 4% interest because he's got great credit. He signed up 15% and didn't even know it. Didn't know who was financing it. The spin, the twist. Uh, the Bible says twisted. In talking about twisted the, the information, twisting the truth, spinning the truth, foursquaring you. What's foursquaring? You know, I can foursquare you, and you not even know it. I can foursquare you and tell the truth, but I can constantly spin you and foursquare you and land you on something that you want and, and convince you that, and then them other Used to be three more avenues make big money. Now it's about six or seven. At a big-time manufacturing meeting not long ago, the big guys came in, and what was the focus on that meeting for new card stores? You're not making enough profit on the front side, so now we've got to find ways of making money in F&I, add-ons, packing payments, doing anything. You've got to find new avenues of making money because do the Internet. The Internet has changed the business. See, so they're making money on the interest. And if you don't know your credit score, you haven't talked to your bank. See, I keep telling you, go to a bank credit union. Why we don't have a bank or a credit union that's wanting to prove the community that they want, we need sponsors for it. We need a good bank and credit union as a sponsor. Don't, don't you want to teach your customers how to make better decisions? Are you more are you more false profit? Oh, go ahead and buy that car knowing they paid too much. Or buy that. Do you, are you that false profit that wants them to borrow more money so you look better to the bank and keep them in debtor's prison? Now, let's prove to the community that you want to make better decisions. You're there to loan them money when they need it. And they're making better decisions, and they're doing things. They're, they're going to be a customer for life. But do you would you rather have one? Hey, right now. There's a big, big bank in trouble. Why? Because they repoed a man that was deployed. It's illegal in the banking business to repo a person that's deployed in the military. Did you know that? How would you like to pay a $100,000 fine? Ain't that wonderful, Bubba? Man, they do that, and he's deployed, and it's a $100,000 fine. How many times does that not happen? I mean, I'm talking about happening, but not get caught. It's not illegal if we don't get caught. We'll just snap that car, go sell it, go do whatever we want. Well, you know, if you got to pay for it. But if that person's deployed, he's out trying to help our country, how to serve our country. We should honor them. We should respect them. But have we lost respect due to 
past president that we had that had no respect for policemen and the, and the military? Have we lost that respect? We're going to go snatch it? Have we lost respect? I talked about a, a gentleman got deployed, and he had just bought a camper and paid special price. Man, we're going to sell you this thing right for $38,500. We're giving you a military discount. Oh, man, we're going to take care of you. Three months later, he gets deployed. So they call the dealership that he needs to put his wife in a new car. They call that dealership, and they said, hey, what will you give back for this three-month-old camper? And they said, 18000 So he just paid thirty-eight five, and you told him, was you a false prophet? False prophet. You told him what a great deal it was, how it's going to keep its value, how wonderful it was, how one want a great, great deal and a special price. Was that a false prophet? Was they lying? Was they misleading him? And then they want to give eighteen thousand. I give twenty one thousand. I made money the next week on the vehicle. Is that a false prophet? How many people? Who are you listening to in your life? Who who dictates what you do? Your actions. Who directs you in the path that you're going? Do you let a salesperson? Do you let TV and and radio commercials? Or who is directing your thoughts, your actions? Who's in control of those? Are you regretting the decisions you make down the road? False prophets. I can teach um, probably a couple of weeks on, on false prophets. I mean, there's so many of them out there. But Steve Sorensen taught last week at his church, he told me, on who are you listening to? Are you listening to the Holy Spirit? Are you listening to the Word? Do you study the Word? Do you see your life in the Word? Is this an instructional book to you? It's helped me tremendously because I didn't know how to be a father. I didn't know how to be a husband. I didn't know how to be a friend. But it's in this Bible. It's improved me. It's improved my life. I'm a I'm a walking miracle from the change of my life, what I'm doing today, the way I think today, my actions today versus when I, I was a pure heathen. But who are you listening to? Are you listening to the false prophets? Are you listening to the Word and the Holy Spirit? Who are you listening to really? Have you examined that lately? Is that inner inner spirit down there, that punk? I talked about that great preacher that came to Cornerstone and taught on on having a punk and this this man's a man of god and i respect him so much man i'm gonna tell when he taught that lesson i thought man i'm human too td jakes the man that's a mentor to me i listened to him quite a bit he says you know when trying to get delivered from evil thoughts how can i deliver you when i can't deliver myself we struggle we struggle with who we're listening to are we listening to selfishness that's what's wrong with this in this world today. Everybody gets offended over a drop of a hat. Why? Because they're selfish feelings. Oh, I'm special. No, we're not special. I'm not special. The only thing that's special about me is the Holy Spirit is directing me in this radio business, this radio show. Not me. I'm human. I make mistakes. Nothing's perfect. I'm surely not. Ask my wife, my kids. I'm not perfect, and I never will be, but I'm going to tell you something. i got the love of Jesus in my heart, and I try my best. Who are you listening to? We're going to talk about it in the second half of the show. I'll give you my phone number, get pen and paper. You want to give us a call here, 210-340-9585. And be sure tell your friends and neighbors to uh, listen to the show on 1160 a.m. at 1 p.m. this afternoon. Shemaiah does a great job. He cuts off whatever I, I guess he wants to cut off. I don't know. And they put it on the show, and uh, it's pretty well you know, 99% the same show. But give us, give us an opportunity. Tell somebody to listen. This is Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Why I'm giving back. Most of this uh, show cost me, and we're looking for sponsors. I don't care what you do. You know, if you want to prove to the community that you want them educated, you want them making better decisions, you want to be a partner with me, give me a call on my mobile, 830- 
708-478-9. God bless you. Let's talk about examining ourselves. Let's talk about what's going on in our lives to be the best person, how we can work and be better, how we can do and how we can lift up others, how we can be a hand to them. How can we learn and, and give them an example, live by example, teach them by example? Hey, these millenniums don't want what our parents had. Because they were over debt. They had too big a house, too many cars, too many toys. I even talked about a lady whose husband is in the military in the second half of the show. Amazing what decisions that we make. God bless you. Tell somebody to tune in. we got a half-hour show still left, and I want to talk to you about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. God bless you, San Antonio. I love you. I'll be right back. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio, and you too can take advantage of our better bottom line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Road of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on AM 630 KSLR. Thank you, San Antonio, for tuning in to LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Be sure and give us a call here, 210-340-9585. That's 340-9585. Won't embarrass you. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. But, you know, so many times on my other radio shows, I get a lot of calls and the people talk about things that's going on in their lives and the issues. And I have lots of calls after that with people saying well, they they were going through the same thing I was. They had the same question I had. And I, I, this problem and that problem and, and, and this, that, and the other. And um, so we... We've uh, we've learned and, and keep trying. I'm, I'm just uh, my producer stepped out, but he'll be right back just in case we've got a call that's coming in. And so we've got so many questions and so many people that need answered questions because there's a million questions, a million things going on in the car business, and that we've got to understand because you know false prophets are everywhere. You know, and we we think. And I think people get in the business not, that are naive. Yeah, give us a call back. We'll be ready to take. Here we go. We'll be ready to take your your question. And there's, you know, and when they get in the business, sometimes they think that they're doing right and they are helping the people, and sometimes they're not. So you've got to understand exactly what's going on in the car business, and and hear what you need to do. And be prepared because we're walking in. We think we're walking in for friends because they smile and they say these things. And, oh, man, you just think it's, it's the best thing in the world. And you've finally found a friend. And somebody's finally helping me. I got news for you. You think they open these $50 million dealerships that own just, you know, uh, being a friend and, and giving you a great, great deal? Well, I got my question. Two years later, after that great, great deal, how far behind are you? How much underwater? You know, we, we talked about before I had a credit union interested in and sponsoring my show. Everybody loved my show but one person, indirect lender. He did not want to do my show. And they said, why not? Because it'll hurt our new car dealer business. We loaned them out to the new car dealers at 2%. They charge whatever they want to. And then what happens is that we finance them. We pay the money to the dealer in advance. 
So they pay out money before they ever collect a payment. What's the new deal on advertising on the billboards? Randolph Brooks, Brooks, great credit union, and I think one of the best. They will give you 60 days. Why? Why will they give you 60 days before the first payment? It's because they know they're going to take every available dollar. You need room to breathe. You need to get caught up. Maybe they need to give you 90 or 120 days because so many times I've seen sales managers send the salesman back after more money, even though they got a big profit deal, trying to get ever available dollar to stack on that big profit deal. So if you're not, you're not prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually to walk in these dealerships, you're in for a battle for your livelihood, your money. You remember, I explained this to you. You work last week. Let's say you worked last week. And majority of your pay went to a car payment because it was the last week of the month and you owed that car payment. That time you worked... You'll never get back. That money that you earned for that sh- that week went for the car payment. You're never getting that back. The bad part about it is how much did the car lose value that month? Do you ever get caught up? Do you ever know where you stand? Do you ever feel good about the purchase? You know, we the, the thrill of the moment can hurt us in the future. The thrill of signing up, it's a its an experience. It's a happening. Man, I'm buying me a new car. I deserve it. I'm rewarding myself. Who are you listening to? Are you listening to yourself? Brag about it or make excuses? If we need to make excuses on the vehicle, maybe we're, we're doing the wrong thing. If you've got to make excuses on what you're doing and you've got to Plead with yourself and with your family and maybe even with God. Maybe you're the false prophet. You ever thought of that? If you're doing something, you're lying to yourself. You ever lied to yourself? Oh, man. Have you ever told yourself that you were right and you knew you were wrong? Do you ever come up with the excuse why you were doing something knowing that you're wrong? Maybe that's salespeople. I don't know. Maybe. They're doing some things. You know, we talked last week about uh, uh, Romans 7.15. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not. But I hate what I do. Do you ever hate? I love the commercial on radio. Do you hate your car? Yeah. Do you hate your payment? Yeah. Do you hate what you owe? Yeah. Come on in. We're going to say another one that's double worse than that in about two years. When it's breaking down, you got a flat tire, you need to change your oil, you're paying the insurance on it. Oh, we got a lifetime. Get ready. There's going to be more lifetime warranties. Dealers are going to pick it up because I, I had a good neighbor friend of mine tell me the other day, he he had to quit the business. Hey, this guy's a great mechanic, one of the best I've ever seen. Honest and quick and fast and knowledgeable. Told me he had to, had to quit. He retired. He said, I was tired of the sales force, the management, wanting us to upsell and change parts that didn't need to be changed and get them into something else and, you know, putting fear into their heart. Here's an honest man that wanted had to retire. This guy's a great mechanic. He that's been his livelihood, his ministry. He's helped so many people, man of God. But he he had to back off because manufacturers and everybody management is trying to teach the sales force in the service department in the mechanics. Put fear in there. I got a gentleman driving a, a Lincoln a town car, and he goes in to get for regular maintenance and getting oil change and all. And they put fear in his heart that that car is about to fall apart. Here's a Lincoln that'll go for three hundred thousand miles. It's got ninety thousand miles on it, and they've convinced him it's a piece of junk. What? Why do I do what I don't want to do and I hate it? Here's a here's a mechanic. 
that hated doing what he the management wanted him to do. Does he does he be a fault witness to the customer? Or is he a false witness to the management? You know, do you fight that struggle? Is it better to do God's will and walk off? And that's what he figured. He said, I can get by, do whatever I need to do, do some odd jobs, but have peace of mind. Do you have peace of mind about your last purchase? That's what we're trying. I'm trying to get you to examine yourself. I'm trying to get you to understand. Romans seven eighteen says, I have the desire to do good. But I cannot carry it out. We talked about that again last week. You can't carry it out? Why? You know right from wrong. Is your salvation, and I've talked about because I know 18 near-death experienced people uh, that have medical society said died and come back to life and experienced either the glory of God and two of them went to hell. And I'm telling you, they went to hell. Their lives changed tremendously. Unbelievable. So, is your salvation uh, insurance policy against fire? Or do you want to live the right life, the correct life, the biblical life, the life with the Holy Spirit, the life that, you know, we want things to be great in this world. But first, we got to be the change you want to see in the world. We've got to change ourselves. You know, if we won't see all this wonderful change in the world, maybe we all start telling the truth. Huh? Past presidents? Tell the truth. They know the truth. They know what's going on, but they won't tell it. They don't care if you're highly in debt, buried up to your elbows in, in debt. And can't move, can't get out, can't get out of the quicksand. We've got to be able to carry out the desire to do good. We've got to make that decision. No right from wrong. The biggest problem I got is saying no to myself. Man, I love to eat. I love sweets. I got to learn to say no to myself. Oh, I like fancy cars. I got to say no to myself. Is it a benefit? You know, and I've, I've explained to you why car dealers seem to have a lot of money. It's because we're not losing that big loss on vehicles. Think about that a minute. How much money? I mean, I've talked to so many people that are making payments for 20, 30 years and have nothing to show for it. Nothing to show for it. Give us a call here. We've got a few minutes. We'll be glad to talk to you. 210-340-9585. That's 340-9585. They've been paying on vehicles. For, I love these. I, I had a caller on another show saying, how do there's a, a lease company that says there's no penalty on miles. How come? Because it's an open close, open lease or closed lease. Which one have you got? If there's no penalty on miles, you're going to pay for the loss of that car. They're going to add your payment up way high, and at the end of it, they don't care what your miles are. Because you're going to, if they sell the vehicle, and they're going to sell it to their friends, and sometimes they don't get top money because they don't care. You're paying. So this is a lease that costs you. First off, guess what? They got to go buy it from a dealership. Well, the dealership not going to sell it at no profit. So now you're going, they, you could probably buy it for the same money that lease company could buy it for. So you're going and you're buying it from a lease company. They're paying profit. Then they add 15 to 20% profit on it. Then they make sure that they're not going to lose no money when it comes in. You're going to have to pay. So if there's not a penalty mileage on it, it's a it's a open-end lease that you got to pay. You've got to pay. There's no free rides in the car business. Lifetime warranties, you're going to have a lot of dealers because they can make a lot of money on that, on the service and getting you captured. Make sure you come back, you know, and overcharging you for everything they do. It's big, big money. And when these other dealerships finally figured out because they're not smart enough to, I told, I told four years ago how that deal worked. But nobody listened. I've known it for 10 years, but I couldn't get on the radio 10 years ago. 
You've got to understand there's no free rides in the car business. Zero. Oh, he's my friend. Really? He'll take every available dollar, put you in debtor's prison, send you to the F&I department that'll... That's where they make all the money nowadays. Big-time money. He's your friend. Oh, the F&I person, my friend. He got me better payment than what they were talking about. It's, it's negotiation. See, people don't understand negotiation. I've been negotiating all my life. All my life. In fact, one of the owners of a lot of dealerships who I love, and I think he's the best owner I've ever seen out of a thousand of them, he told the auction I was the best negotiator he'd ever seen. Why? Because I shock him just like Trump does. He shocks him, and then he comes back, and he gets open-minded, and he gets fair, and he puts a deal together. Well, you know, how? when's the last time you got shocked? Big salespeople are going to talk big payments and come down. They're going to shock you. They're going to shock you on the cars. It's all in negotiation. That's what it is. But are you negotiating with your character? Are you negotiating with your lying to yourself? Are you negotiating telling yourself, I don't want to tell myself no. I want to tell myself yes. Oh, yes, it's so much more fun and easier. I may have to pay for it for the next six, seven years. But I want the thrill today, not the relationship. See, the thrill today, the experience is that purchase. But the relationship comes in when you got to make that monthly payment, that monthly insurance payment, the upkeep, the maintenance. And then that's not even counting the loss of value. Man, I tell you. I saw a Rolls-Royce the other day, and this guy's a pure winner, got lots and lots of money, but he lost on that car. How'd you, you know, we want to win on everything we do. We're very competitive. We want to win on our feelings. We want to win on our relationships. Well, what about winning on the value of a car? You buy one that's worth $100,000, and in three, four years, it's worth twenty. How much did you win on that deal, Bubba? Did you love that? Give me a call. My number is 830-708-4789. I'll give it back. I'll give it to you one more time in a minute. But get pen and paper because you can give me a call. I answer questions. I answer the phone. And if I don't call you back, give me a call again because there's some days you wouldn't believe how many phone calls I get. How many people I talk to? How many people I try to help? How many people I give options on? And you got options. Sometimes you're not going to like them. Sometimes they're not good. But you got options. And I try to show you what those options are. I want you to know exactly where you stand in everything that you do. You know, uh, God's Word is amazing to me because it was written two and three thousand years ago and it's so true today but we don't look at it as today you know we we've listened to these politicians tell us that the constitution is out of date and the bible's out of date no it's not and the constitution either because i think god is the one that orchestrated that and then the word of god he orchestrated for sure but how many times have you looked at it and realized that it was written two and 3,000 years ago, and it's so true today? But have you thought about the false prophets? We're back on the false prophets. You know, because there's so much going on pulling at us. The world is full of enticements. Those who belong to Jesus Christ have been crucified, the sinful nature, with its passion and its desire, since we live by the Spirit let us keep in step with the Spirit. Have you kept in step? That's, that's Galatians 5. Have you kept in the Spirit? Are you praying about it? Are you making the right decisions? Where is the Spirit in your life? Have you turned it? You got an on and off switch on it? Have you, have you never experienced the Spirit? Why? What takes the experience of the, of the Spirit coming in your life? You got to humble yourself. You gotta turn your life over. Yeah, I know because I'm walking in those shoes. I was, I was rowdy. 
I lived my life the way I wanted to live it until I accepted Jesus Christ. I realized I wasn't as great as I thought I was. I wasn't as smart as I thought I was, and I'm still not smart. I wasn't as brilliant. I could do the things I wanted to do. I realized that one day I'm going to have to face the good Lord. What benefit are you doing in your life? In in uh, Romans, it talks about benefit. It talks about the benefit you are to other people, the benefit that you, anything that you take in your life. What is the benefit to what you, what's the benefit to air? God gives us breath, air. What benefit is that? Keeps us going, keeps us alive. Blood, what's, what's the benefit in blood? You know, keeps us alive. So how do we look at the life? Are we trying to get better? Are we trying to improve? Are we trying to get our lifestyle better? Are the millennium seeing it a little better than us because they saw their parents buried in debt in big homes and lots of... Lady, I was talking to her father-in-law. This lady's got four vehicles. Yes, her husband's deployed. And she's paying on them. She got one given to her. The other three, evidently, she's paying on. Alexis, trucks, sport utilities. One person with four cars. Insurance, maintenance, uh, just everything. Payments. What benefit is that? You know, yes, we all need one vehicle probably. And Uber's coming by. I mean, you know. We can always use Uber, and that's the way it's, the society's going and the business is going. So what are you driving? What's benefiting you? Look at the benefit of a vehicle. Look at what you can do with it or what you need with it. You know, and just like that loss on that lease, oh, they want to they promote leases. Oh, man, because cars and vehicles have got so high. Why are they complaining that they're only going to sell 17 million new vehicles. They never talk about pricing. They never have talked about pricing themselves out of the market. When something gets too high, do people keep buying it? Only if they can afford it, only if they're forced to. Why are the people buying the 17 million that they can't? How many really can afford it? How many are not buried? Just like that credit union that I was telling about that wanted to sponsor my show, and they and they were talking about 2% on uh, indirect lending, and the dealer make all that money, and the people are not paying attention to the interest rate. See, that's that's what these indirect lenders think about. But the problem is you're paying that big interest. They've got those deals. So... Where where have you, you know, and I said, well, what about your customers? Do you care about you? Oh, I, I care about my customers. You really care about your customers? Oh, yeah. So I said, when they sign that contract, and you know what the value is, and you know what they're losing going off the showroom floor, I said, what do you think, 85 or 90% are buried underwater? He thought a minute. He says more like 95, 97%. See, these banks, do they really care about you? I'd rather have a bank that don't even do any car lending, personal lending or something. Maybe that's what they do. But, you know, sometimes banks are not into car lending. But they don't they want to teach the customer because they all got cars? Don't they want to show them that they matter, that they, they're there for them? And they're there for, you know, banks supposed to be, have they changed like the car business? Banks used to be helpful to us. And a loan, as you know, you're a slave to the lender. If you make the right decision, you pray about it, you study it, you look at your budget, you look at the future, you look at possibilities, you examine all of it, you're mentally, physically, spiritually ready to make that decision. So, you know, they used to be a help. Now they want do they want to bury us with more debt, more debt? You know, I used to know a, a vacuum cleaner salesman 40 years ago. I'd been in the business buying and selling for years, and this guy would always come by, and he'd say, hey, he had about 10 guys under him. 
He said, you got anything flashy? You got anything? I, I got a guy that's got his car paid off, and I got to put him back in payments. I said, you got to get him back in payments? He said, yeah. He said, they work harder that way. He said, when I got them all in debt, debted down, they sell more vacuum cleaners. They don't get lazy on me. I said, instead of doing that, won't you inspire them to save and build for the future? He said, oh, no, no. He said, I'd rather have them in a big house and a bunch of cars, and that way they've got to get out there and hustle every day. Do you feel like you're in that rat race of hustling every day to make your payments? And then... You know, is our memory so short that we keep the big secret down, that loss of value, loss of... Like I said, the car people look like they got money, and they do, because they don't take the big losses on what they drive. They they understand, hey, I'm not going to get buried in a big interest rate. I'm not going to make this thing all that long. I'm going to do the right thing. I'm, I know how to beat the game. And they know how to beat the game, but you don't know how to beat the game, and that's why I'm here. You need to learn to play the game. You're going against the Dallas Cowboys that's got a game plan. and got They're in shape. <clears throat> they got owners. <clears throat> they got managers. And you're going, you're walking out on that football field with not a prayer. And a friend, you got more friends on the opposite team than you do when you're walking into a dealership because they want to, they're playing a game that's not going to cost you money. That may cost you effort and a little pain. How much pain are you getting when you buy a vehicle and five years down the road there's nothing left? You've worked all those hours, 40-hour weeks, to make payments on a vehicle that's not worth nothing? Friend, false prophet, is a false prophet the one that leads you astray, that won't quite tell you the truth? Is a false prophet sometimes that don't know any better, and that's his system to sell you and not worry about it? There's so many angles. I could talk about false prophets for a long time in the car business because we believe we want we're gullible enough to believe we got friends. We really don't have friends when you walk into that car lot. You really don't. I'm sorry. I'm telling you the truth. We want every available dollar, Bubba. Come see us. Oh man, we love you. We love you. We're gonna take care of you. You're gonna hate your payment, you're gonna hate the next one too. Yeah, for the next eight years. Oh, man. God bless you. It's Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Be sure and tell your friends and neighbors, I want to buy their car. I want to make an offer on them so they know what it's worth, what they can do with it. They can sell it to me, sell it to somebody else, or do something. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Learn how to buy a car properly. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. God bless you. Thank you, San Antonio. Thank you, KSLR. Thank you, Baron Michael and Shemaya. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.